0: I'm Nicole McCants, a psychologist turned business coach for psychotherapists. It was not long ago when I was in solo private practice, seeing way too many clients feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. In 2016, when I became pregnant with twins, I knew I had to scale to a group practice because I couldn't keep working that much. I was sick of hitting the ceiling in my income and knew that the only way to make more money and help more people was expanding my practice. In three short years, I was able to scale it to 55 therapists and multiple seven figures. Once I was able to reach that goal, I had to take it to my peers. I'm here to teach you how to scale your solo practice to a group or take your group practice to the next level. We didn't learn anything about business in graduate school. So I created the Business Savvy Therapist podcast, where I share easy to implement business and marketing strategies so you can help more people, make more money, and have more freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, therapist, welcome back. Today is an exciting episode. We're talking about hiring, but specifically, should you hire an employee or a contractor? Confusing topic that I hope I make a little bit easier on you. Hiring is really where the magic happens. And I just love talking about it because this is where you remove the ceiling from your life. Here's the thing you've been living a life where you only get paid when you see clients, which we love to do. And that's truly why we're on this planet. We know that and it can be exhausting, and it can lead to burnout, and I really want to set you free, so let's talk about hiring. It is a bit convoluted because I have Americans and Canadians watching, so I'm really going to try to relate this to everyone. In Canada, we are allowed to hire contractors, and this is actually something I highly suggest, mostly because at the beginning... You want cash flow, right? So I don't want you having somebody on salary, let's say, where all of your income is not going towards revenue generating things like marketing, advertising, all of those things to expand your brand and bring in clients, but instead is going to salary. So what we're going to talk about the pros and cons of each. Now, I am very aware though, there are some, so in Canada, we therapists can hire contractors in every province as far as I know. But in California, you have to hire employees, uh, known as W-2s is what you guys call them. So let me go through the pros and cons of each. And I will definitely keep in mind that some of you do have to hire employees and how to make that best work for you in your practice. Let's start with contractors. The definite pro to hiring contractors is the cash flow, that you're not investing in a salary, but also that... I just find that it is way more collaborative because they're only getting paid based on performance. So if they are not converting that consult call or retaining those clients, they're not making money, right? So I really love the model that you only pay them when you get paid is an amazing way to grow and to grow exponentially, I would say contractors are the way if you can pick that option. So in my clinic, I had 11 employees and the rest were contractors. And I did notice a difference in personality with the person who wanted to be an employee compared to the person who wanted to get paid based on performance. If you think about it, there's like a bit of a mentality around being an employee. And funny enough, even though you would think that employees, you would retain them longer and we also paid salary. So that's a pretty sweet deal. So a salary basically means that you have a full-time job or a part-time job and you get paid, let's say, 20 or 40 hours, no matter what you do. You just have to show up to work and you're going to get paid and we assume you're working. Here's the tricky part. It is difficult to pay salary in a private practice because private practice is the actual practice is only making money when the therapist is seeing the client. So it's not like working in a hospital where it's like relaxed, like private practices hustle. We work really hard to help as many people as possible. And so it can be a different experience for the employee if they're expecting more of a vibe of a hospital or agency where everything's slow going and, you know, it's just a very different experience. So I found that our employees expected that vibe, and that was not the vibe in our clinic. We were constantly focusing on like growth and busyness and things like that, so keep that in mind. What I love about paying contractors is that you're only going to pay them when you get paid, and then you can take all of your cash flow and put it towards revenue-generating things like advertising, like marketing. And This is so important in the beginning to get clients through the door. You're probably wondering, what should you pay your contractor? That is a really great question. I would pay a 60-40 split. This is what I did. For fully licensed therapists, we would pay them 60%. And then for pre-licensed, or in Canada, we call them qualifying, so they're not licensed yet, we would pay them 50%, okay? Then we would have interns that we weren't paying at all, which is great because we're actually not allowed to pay them, so that worked really well well. Some of you might think that 60% is a bit low, but remember it's everything else that you're offering in your clinic. So it could be supervision, peer supervision. We have clinic meetings. They get an office with a window. Like There's so much that they get and they're very happy and you're going to be focusing on connecting with them and making sure that they're happy. Okay. In a future episode, I'm going to go into the nitty and gritty about paying. We won't go into it today. There are also cons, of course, of hiring contractors. The cons of hiring contractors are that they have to work somewhere else. Please hear this. You do not want a therapist that you're treating like a contractor, but the CRA or the IRS would tell you, no, that's an employee. You know what happens? If the tax people, the scary government turns to you and says, oh, sorry, that's not a contractor, that's an employee, you now owe years of their taxes, years of other benefits that they didn't get. And that is horrible. And we're all terrified of that. So what that means is when you have a contractor, you want to make sure that they are working somewhere else. And that's a bit of a, for me, it was a con because now all of a sudden they're, time is split up. Their focus is a bit split up. The beautiful thing about an employee is they can work full time for you and really be focused on the vision of the clinic. However, there are contractors that when they're with you, they can give you three days a week. I would not hire a contractor if they cannot give you less than three days a week, five clients per shift, 15 clients a week is ideal. And then maybe they're working somewhere else two days a week. So as long as they're working with you for the majority, then that can really work and they're showing up and they're growing with you. But absolutely make sure you speak with your accountant and set it up properly because I don't want later for you to be audited and the CRA or IRS tell you that they're an employee. The good news is I've not heard of a single therapist ever be audited. We're not typically audited because I think the CRA understands that our industry tends to hire contractors but again you want to be very prepared a con of a contractor also could be a lot of you worry that well Nicole couldn't they just go out on their own couldn't they say wow this is amazing wait a minute i'm i'm kind of a contractor already why don't i just do this on my own that and actually in Canada and in the states we can please hear this a lot of people don't know this we can no longer have a non compete guys in any industry As far as I know, it's any industry, we can no longer have a non-compete. So that means that in our contract, we used to be able to tell them, you can't go and start a business that competes against mine. Honestly, you want them to work somewhere else. So they might have their own side hustle or they may be working for another group practice, but I would not worry about that. I honestly really want you to hear this part. I would not worry about that. I had therapists leave over the the four years that I owned my clinic before I sold it. I grew it in three years and then someone wanted to buy it and it took about a year to actually exit. And I was definitely worried when therapists left. And I thought for sure it would impact the clinic and and also the revenue. Of course, I would care about that, but it didn't. It did not at all. You know the, how fast I grew to 55 therapists in multiple seven figures and people sometimes left. It did not impact my growth, get out of that scarcity mindset and that anxiety. It truly does all work out if you have the right marketing strategies and the systems in place. Want to hang out live? Join my next masterclass, level up to a seven figure group practice, where I walk you through the proven strategies to scale your solo practice to a group or take your group practice to the next level. If you attend live, I give you a special bonus that you are not going to want to miss. The link to register is in the show notes. See you there. One thing you want to be on top of if you're hiring contractors too and employees, but if you're afraid they're going to leave, I teach you in my program how to be doing reviews with them every 90 days and really being on top of their work satisfaction and giving them everything they need to have like their dream job. And that could be, like I mentioned, we would bring in speakers once a month. We would do all sorts of things to make sure culture, so important, culture was top notch and they had their dream job and it brought in the best therapists. Now let's talk about employees. I had 11 employees. They were all on salary. I'm going to talk about salary first. Salary to me, just to remind you, so that means basically you hire a therapist full-time and you say, I'm going to pay you 90 grand a year and you're going to work 40 hours a week. And in the long run, you can pay a salaried employee a lot less. It's kind of, it could be like $35 an hour because they get that stability of I'm getting paid and you know this is like a job that I show up and I'm getting paid. They love the stability of the stable paycheck. The tricky part for me was we were paying them eight hours a day, but of course, they weren't gonna see eight clients. They saw between five and six and six was kind of pushing it because we didn't want them to burn out although we got away with six sometimes because we didn't do just therapy in my clinic we also did neurofeedback so they were happy to do some neurofeedback which was less draining in some ways but for me paying them for an extra 2 hours a day 8 hours when the only 6 hours were bringing in income to cover that wage or salary became really stressful and i'll tell you a couple reasons why for those people just to consider if you're thinking about bringing on a salaried employee. One, if, and this happened, if one of them turns to you and says, Hi, clinic owner. I'm just really overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. Five is way too much for me. What do you do? You know, in your head, you know your numbers. You know they need to see five clients a week to cover your expenses and to bring in the like to be profitable, but you don't want to be a terrible boss. So, of course, I would say, like, absolutely, let's take you off of consults and take you off of this and that and for a couple of weeks or months. But then my inside voice was stressing out because I'm like, oh my gosh. I made a mistake like why did I do this? It was stressful for me. Also, they were sick sometimes and not seeing clients and so in Canada we pay sick days. So that stressed me out or or they just weren't busy. We you know there were times in the summer, August can be slow, and I would look at their calendar and realize, "Oh my gosh, I'm paying them 200 bucks a day or whatever it is, but I know that not as many clients are being seen." And so that for me was stressful. However, the pro of paying a therapist salary is that in the long run, if you look at the whole year, you actually make a heck of a lot of the profit margin is massive. Let's say you're billing 175 and you're only paying them 35 bucks an hour. If you look big picture, it is the best model, truly. But day by day for me and my personality, it didn't work. It can work really well depending on your personality. So as I'm talking to you, I really want you to think of two things. One, your bank account. What can you afford to do? Can you afford salary or does it make more sense to do contractor or hourly employee, which I'll get to in a second? But two, your personality. What is going to be the most stressful choice? You have enough reasons to keep you up at night. Being an owner is can be a lot, right? And pushing yourself to grow. I don't want this to be another thing to keep you up. Okay. So let's talk about all the things that you have to consider when you're hiring an employee. One, you have to pay their taxes. Two, where I live, we have to provide sick days. So that means they're off. And in some states, you also have to provide sick days. So double check that. They get the day off and they get paid for that full day. You have to consider vacation. So there's a lot that you are Paying on top of course of their hourly rate or their salary. There are definite pros. The major pro of hiring an employee is they could be full time. That is huge for morale and culture that the people are there every day. They begin to form relationships and friendships. And what's beautiful about that too, you can take last minute clients if they're open to it. And a client calls in distress, boom, you have someone that is there and available. If they're not booked, so it can really help with growth. Another pro is typically you do pay them less, especially if you have them on salary. Let's talk about paying them hourly. This is not a common practice as much in Canada, but it's very common in the States. So listen up, Canadians, because this could be an option for you as well. A lot of my members, especially those that live in California, they pay hourly. So the typical rates are. If a therapist is pre-licensed, so they do not have their license yet, the going rate tends to be about $40 an hour. And if they're fully licensed, it's $60 an hour. But guess what? It's hourly. It's not salary. So they only get paid when they see a client. However, this is very important. You also have to pay them for every other single thing they do, including taking notes, going to supervision, attending your monthly clinic meeting that I suggest that you run, really anything, which makes sense, right? Like nobody wants to work for a job where they're doing work and not being paid. So it's very important that they get paid for what's called admin time. The good news is, is admin time is typically paid at a way lower rate between about $15 an hour and $20 an hour. So let's say I'm a therapist and I am seeing clients. It's a 50 minute hour. So I'm going to try my best to get my notes done. I have to go to the washroom and I want to grab some snacks and I want to prep for my next session so I don't get my notes done. So typically how admin time is paid out is you get one hour of admin time paid at the admin rate, 15 or 20 bucks an hour. And again, you might want to double check where you live and what the going rate is, but typically... I have people all over Canada, all over the States. That's what they pay. And you get paid that admin time for every five client sessions. You get one hour of admin time paid. And that's you spend that hour to do all of your notes, to catch up on all the notes for all those clients. You show up to supervision or the hour meeting or the team meeting is what it's called, or clinic meeting once a month. And you also get paid your admin time. So think of it this way. If they're using their expertise and clinical skills, they're getting a higher rate, right? 40 bucks or 60 bucks, depending on where they are with their licensure. And then if they're doing something that is not that, not clinical, then they're getting paid their admin rate. So you want to run your numbers and obviously be fair and make sure it works for you, it works for them, but it can work out really well because you're only paying them when you get paid, which is amazing, or you're only paying the admin time if in fact they've seen clients. There are some cons to paying employee therapists hourly. I'm a big, huge fan of free consults. Guys, you need to be offering free consult. People really need to talk to a human before they decide, okay, yes, I'm going to pay for therapy. And that was the model that I used. And I'll walk you through how to streamline it with your online booking. Now, I had contractors. They weren't paid for consults because we didn't charge for consults. And what I love about that model is that they're quite motivated to book the consult. And then we had salaried employees. They were paid for consults. And so if you have an hourly employee, they would also be paid for consults because they're working, right? So I think you have to come up with a consult rate. And that is a bit tricky because it is clinical and you're not being paid for it. We offer 20-minute consults. So I, again, I think you've got to talk to your accountant, look at your cash flow, and do what makes sense, being aware that you are going to pay an hourly employee because they're working to do a consult. However, what I like about that is they're going to be motivated to convert that consult into a paid client. Why? Because they only get paid if the client comes in and you're paid because they're hourly, right? So keep in mind, it is unfortunate if you have an hourly employee offering free consults, there's no money coming in to cover that. But it is a short amount of time, 15 or 20 minutes, and they will be motivated to actually book that client. In my program, I give you a script that you can give them and a system that really works. So just keep that in mind as well. Another big con about an employee, a lot of people forget this. And honestly, this stressed me out too, is in Ontario, you have to follow the Employee Standards Act. So there's absolutely legislation, a lot of different types, but there's typically a main one that you have to follow. And You can't just end the contract. With a contractor, in your contract, you can say, we're going to both give each other one month's notice. So all you have to do is just terminate the contract and it's done. There's nothing else needed. You know, Saying, okay, we had an agreement. We're going to end that agreement. Done. Of course, you need to move clients. And clinically, there's a lot we have to do. But in terms of legalities with a contractor, at least double check, of course, with your accountant or Or lawyer, but it's fairly not complicated. With an employee, you have to give them notice and then pay in lieu of notice. So there's severance. There's all sorts of things that could impact depending on where you live. You're definitely going to have to pay them. If you let them go, like terminate their employment, there's all sorts of legislation you have to follow. It can feel like a lot. They have a whole lot of rights as an employee, as they should. But there's just, it's a lot more to know and make sure you have a really great accountant and that you have a really good contract and you know what you should be paying them. Do you have to pay them sick days? You absolutely have to pay their taxes. Based on where you live, do you have to pay vacation? We typically pay two weeks vacation. Definitely know the legislation in your area and make sure you follow it. Because if you don't, it could absolutely open up like liability issues for you. Let's talk about benefits quickly. I would not offer benefits right away if you're going to hire an employee. It's just for cash flow. I kind of want to protect you. I'd rather, again, have you invest that money in growth. But you can say that at the two-year mark, you will be provided benefits. Or what I like even better is once you see 25 clients, then you will get benefits. So it's kind of like based on performance and retention. And then they're offered benefits. And keep in mind the employer doesn't typically cover a hundred percent of the benefits. It's typically shared. In my clinic, we covered 50% of the benefits. So benefits are things like health, dental vision, things like that. And then the other 50% came out of their payroll. And they were really happy with that. That is it. Employee versus contractor. I really want you to sit with yourself and check in. After everything I just said, which one feels right to you? I highly recommend Contractor. I feel like it's the easiest to get out of. It's the easiest to start. The less risk for you legislatively and liability-wise and definitely cash flow-wise. If you can do it and are allowed, depend on where you live, that's what helped me grow because I was able to take that extra cash flow and invest it in what mattered in terms of my growth. I hope this was helpful, guys, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Business Savvy Therapist Podcast. I hope this episode was helpful. I would be so grateful if you would share this with a peer or colleague that is wanting to help more people make more money and have more freedom. Make sure to subscribe so you do not miss any new episodes and please do leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next one.